Hi there, I'm Kelly Martin, and welcome to this special bite-sized episode of Making It Work, the podcast where you get sound advice from remarkable entrepreneurs brought to you by FedEx. This is not a new episode, but a collection of some of the best bits from season two, episode three, where we talked about how to get your store online. Should you build a site from scratch? Or should you opt for that online store builder that everyone else uses? Asking the questions is Tom Scallon. It is true that a lot of the entrepreneurs featured in this season and the last season of Making It Work use Shopify and really, really like it. But just because that's where they ended up doesn't mean that's where they began. Marketplaces like Etsy, eBay and Amazon are all popular jumping off points for aspiring entrepreneurs. When Kat Samagia started her business Locker Lifestyle in 2016, she started by selling her handy wrist wallets on Etsy rather than going all in on a website. I really enjoyed selling on Etsy for at first when I was just starting because I really had no idea what it was doing. It helped me set up shipping. I was able to still see customer comments, but you know, they still, people don't realize they take a chunk of your margins and you don't get customer emails and it's not as easy to interact with them. Shopify offered a lot of the same features, but it was definitely more in terms of brand building, where you're kind of lost in the marketplace of Etsy. We just launched on Amazon as well. And then our website, obviously, LockerLifestyle.com. And we have over 50 retail partners across the country. So we've got a good mix. Online marketplaces don't come without their pitfalls. But the opportunity to put your product on show to millions of potential customers means for most, sacrificing access to customer data and the odd knockoff here and there is a price worth paying. But not for our next entrepreneur. Ibuno Laloye is the founder of Live Breathe Football, a company that designs and sells apparel for soccer fans. According to this Philadelphia-based business owner, maintaining full creative control over messaging and user experience is how he's gotten people to fall in love with his brand. It probably helps that LBF started out on Twitter. Let's hear how he got from sending soccer tweets to setting up Shopify. Yeah, so... I'd say there's there's two main ways people find out about LBF right now because we're primarily online and that's through word of mouth and via social media or Facebook advertising. Nick Hawks is the owner of San Diego-based Paleo Treats, a company cooking up bars, brownies and other desserts to satisfy the sweet tooth of paleo dieters. This business entered the online space in 2009, hardly a lifetime ago. But it was early enough to the game for Nick to accidentally start a turf war with the only other paleo dessert manufacturer with a web shop. I mean, when we started in 2009, there were zero other paleo dessert companies and there was only one other paleo prepared food company. That was Steve's Paleo Kits, which is now, I think, called Paleo, what is it? Steve's Paleo Goods. And I remember Steve called me out of the blue when we were at the CrossFit Games, and he's an East Coast guy, super, super fun dude, but East Coasters can be kind of combative just in their approach. And he's like, hey, man, I want you to tell me what you're doing and what's going on. And we ended up being really good friends and, and kind of trading strategies back and forth and, and deciding like, hey, this is, we're two really small players. This is a really big pond. You're going to do snacks. I'm going to do dessert. Let's just help each other. So if you were a web-savvy entrepreneur at the turn of the millennium, that was one hell of a competitive advantage. Introducing web-savvy entrepreneur Paul Palace. After graduating from college in 2005, Paul joined the family business Swissco, a hardware supplier based out of Philadelphia. He's now CEO. So we went online. I was still in school. 
I finished up school and I started working for Swissco in a corner of the warehouse and built a e-commerce site. And I remember a day of seven orders was so exciting. I thought, you know, we're on to something. This is working. Back then, it was um, a lot of confused people and a lot of people that absolutely did not trust the internet and didn't want to place their orders on the internet. So they were fine with finding us on the internet, but then they would want to call us. And we were so small at the time that we couldn't really handle the calls. We actually charged $5 convenience fees to place your order on the phone at the time, and people would pay it. Um, And it's crazy to me that we did that. Um, I couldn't imagine doing that today. That's it for this Bite Size episode. If you don't want to miss out on new ones, be sure to subscribe. And if you're enjoying what we're doing here at Making It Work, why not give us a rating and review? We read them all. If you'd like to know more about the entrepreneurs featured in this podcast or want to listen to the entire episode, head to fedex.com slash makingitwork.